0: Hmm... Now, it's definitely a lemur, but is it a ring-tailed or a red ruff? Oh! Oh! Hi, Earth Rangers! Earth Ranger Emma here. Didn't realize I accidentally hit the broadcast button. But you know what? It might actually be nice to have some company. I'm in the midst of a long train ride to hit the next national park for my Ultimate Guide series. And now, I'm not going to tell you what park is up next. You'll find out soon enough. But, since I happen to have a whole compartment to myself, and I was able to set up my handy mobile sound editing system, I'm using this time to go through some field recordings I took last year. That, I didn't do the greatest job labeling. Or at all. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. Not the greatest scientific method, but in my defense, sometimes things get hairy in the field. And I really did mean to label them last year before I left to search for Adelia, and then again when I got back, but then I left again and I traveled all throughout the US, but it better late than never, right? Right. Okay, I'm just gonna get these sound files from my email. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh no, I just made the mistake of opening my email inbox. I definitely have to sort through all of my work emails and, and label all of the recordings I meant to edit. It's getting a bit overwhelming, and hey, Number One specifically told me to take things easy and relax. So, I decided to finally take on the recordings, and it's really testing my animal knowledge. But I think I'm working through it okay. Like this one? This one is a bale of box turtles. And this one is a siege of sandhill cranes. This one, it's a glint of goldfish. They don't really make much sound. That said, there is one that's giving me a bit of trouble. Hmm, maybe you could help me with it. Let's play Who Am I, but on expert mode. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Ready? Here it is. Any guesses? Okay, I'll play it again. If you guessed anything, you're doing better than me. I mean, I do have some theories, and there are a couple of clues. Like, I think I can hear waves clapping against the shore in the background. So I think what we're dealing with is a marine animal, but it doesn't sound all blubby like a fish. And it doesn't sound, you know, squawky and bird-like and and there's no blowhole sounds that I'd expect to hear if it was a whale, which makes me think that what we're dealing with is a pinniped of some sort. I just can't be sure which one. Oh. (laughs) should explain. A pinniped is the scientific name for the family of marine mammals that includes seals, sea lions, and walruses. Walry? No, walruses. I don't think it's a walrus, because they bellow. And it's not quite intense as a sea lion's bark. See what I mean? So really, that just leaves seals. But which kind of seal? I can't quite remember the project I was working on when I took this recording, but I found it beside my guidebook for California, and I wrote the word spotty on the label. Hmm, a spotty is not a kind of seal, but there is a type of seal that's spotted, and it lives along the California coastline, the harbor seal. Oh, I hope it's a recording of a harbor seal. They are hands down the cutest seal around. And they are seriously round. These roly-poly amphibious mammals are covered in a bouncy layer of blubber to keep them warm in deep cold water. It means that when they're swimming, they're incredibly graceful. But when they're on land, they move around by bouncing on their cute round tummies. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I think it'll be even better if you see it. I'll definitely make sure to include a video on the show notes page in the app. to the task at hand. I'll definitely have to check with an expert to see if my theory is right. But before I do, I think I wanna tell you my five most favorite facts about the harbor seal. I promise, they're worth the extra time. Number one. Okay, I know I said that they're incredible swimmers, but I really, really mean it. They are incredible swimmers. They can dive up to 1,640 feet to hunt and swim. That's deeper than the Central Park Tower is tall. Number two, they can hold their breath for up to 30 minutes. They usually only dive for three minutes at a time, but when they go underwater, they can slow their heart rate down to just 10 beats per minute, so they require very little oxygen. That's a breathtaking adaptation, if you ask me. Number three, Their eyes! Their eyes are covered in a thick mucus. Yeah, just like the stuff in your nose. But these boogers keep their eyes safe and clear to stay open in salt water. Pretty cool. Number four, they're able to close their ear openings to protect their inner ear and make themselves more hydrodynamic. That means able to move well in the water. Now, you'd think this might affect their hearing, but they can actually hear 14 times better underwater than on land. And finally, number 5. They have incredibly sensitive whiskers called vibrissers. These adorable snout protrusions allow the seals to sense vibrations in the water. They use them to track the movement of fish long after they're out of sight. They also kind of make them look like puppies. <laughs> Speaking of puppies, can I give you one more cool fact? Baby seals are actually called pups. And believe it or not, that's not the only thing they have in common with dogs. They're cousins. Well, I mean, distant cousins, like a gajillion times removed. Both groups are descended from an ancient subgroup of carnivores called Caniformia. It's the same family we have to thank for weasels and bears. Oof, I just got a text. Oh. It's from my pal, Earth Ranger Nat. Oh dear, looks kind of urgent. She's using a lot of caps and exclamation marks. Here, I'll read it for you. It says, hi, Emma. Sorry, I know you're supposed to be on vacay. How's it going, by the way? Okay, <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that I updated the blog and there's been some exciting developments. Hmm, Exciting developments, that sounds good. Um, She says, the team has been doing some very important work while you've been gone. Check it out. Remember, these animals can't talk. So if you want to give them a shout out on the pod, that would be cool. Hmm, let me respond. I want to hear about the developments. Will do. Thanks for the updates. Oh, she's typing. She says, thanks. Oh, No problem, Nat. And what park are you heading to next? Uh Uh-huh. Nice try, Nat. But nope. You'll just have to wait and find out with the rest of the listeners. Speaking of the blog, why don't we put our field recordings to the side for a moment and check out what wildlife adoptions projects we're working on right now. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we've got the Red Panda Conservation in Nepal, which is amazing work. I actually covered that earlier this year. Oh, and we've got our work with International Bird Rescue, Love that. I go absolutely loony for loons. (laughs) Just a little bit of a Canadian joke in there. Hmm. And then there's our partnership with the Marine Mammal Center that focuses on the rescue and rehabilitation of harbor seals, which, like I said, my favorite type of seal. And then we have our grasslands project. And whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Harbor seals? The Marine Mammal Center? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This totally... Oh my goodness, this totally jogged my memory. I was doing prep work for our US adoption program in partnership with the Marine Mammal Center. That's where I made the field recording. It is a harbor seal. You know, I remember talking with researcher Sophie Garassi. She is doing such important work, which is really necessary considering that harbor seals are protected under the Marine Mammal Protection Act. Oh, this is perfect. I'm sure Sophie could tell us a lot more important facts about seals and, and the work that the Marine Mammal Center is doing. Why don't I call her up so that we can chat and spotlight her incredible efforts? Here, found her number, and call. Oh. Um, uh, hi, Sophie? Uh, Earth Ranger Emma here. Hi, Emma. I'm sorry it's taking me such a long time to call. I, I've been crazy busy and traveling all over the world. No problem. Sounds
1: very exciting, all your travels.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm actually recording a podcast episode right now, and I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your work with seals?
1: Well, Emma, I work at the Marine Mammal Center, um, which is basically a hospital for sick and injured seals and sea lions. In fact, it's the biggest hospital in the world for seals and sea lions.
0: Oh, wow. I did not know that. And what does a typical day look like at the Marine Mammal Center?
1: Every day is really an adventure because we get so many different animals, and we help to get them better. Hmm. Well,
0: how exactly do you do that?
1: So my role is a little bit like a nurse. I give medicine, feed the animals, and do some tests to try and find out what is wrong with them. Wow. Unlike people, they can't talk to us and tell us what is wrong or what's hurting. So we have to try and figure it out. So it's a bit like being a detective. Yeah, I bet.
0: And what are some of the biggest problems these animals are facing? The biggest risk for many of our patients
1: is being separated from their moms. The moms need to eat too, so they may leave their pups on the beach for a little while to go out and catch some fish. Sometimes the pups get disturbed by people, or dogs, and the mom's too scared to come back. Oh no. Which is why it's really important to keep a distance if you see a pup on a beach and watch from afar to see if mom comes back.
0: Okay, got it. But then, what should I do if the mom doesn't come back? You can call us at the Marine
1: Animal Center, and we'll watch and we'll make sure the pup is safe until Mom returns.
0: Oh, perfect, good to know. So, when you've taken a seal into the center, are you ever sad when it's time to release it back into the wild?
1: No, and very happy. It means the seal is happy and healthy, and can go back to its home, which is the ocean. After all, no one likes staying in a hospital.
0: (laughs) Right, that's so true. So what are some of the best things my listeners can do to make things better for the SEALs? So there are lots of small things you can do to make things
1: better for the SEALs. Firstly, you can join the Shoreline Saver mission on the Earth Rangers app, and you can learn all about it and organize your own beach cleanup. Some other tips include use less water when you're cleaning up at the sink. Hmm. Products like Dawn Power Wash are great for that. While I have heroes, also recycle when they're picking up trash at home. And When you're out in nature, again, be sure to respect wildlife's habitat. Perfect.
0: Those are some great tips. Oh, hey, by the way, what does it mean if a seal hauls out on a rock? Because I read that and I was kind of confused. So hauling out on a rock
1: means they'll come out onto a rock to rest or to sunbathe. They do like sunbathing. Um, and sometimes they'll do what's called a banana pose. A banana pose? What's that? Seals are very flexible, and they can bend into a U-shape, with their head and their tails up in the air. So they actually look like a banana.
0: Oh, yes, I, th- I have definitely seen them do that. That's a great name for the pose. Thank you so much, Sophie. It's been so much fun hearing about the incredible conservation work of the Marine Mammal Center. Oh, one more thing. Could you listen to a recording and tell me if you think it's of a harbor seal? Absolutely, Emma. Yep, that's definitely a harbor
1: seal pup. A hungry one from the sound of it. Oh, yeah, I knew it!
0: Thanks, Sophie. All right, bye for now. Well, Earth Rangers, that was a really happy coincidence. Killing two birds with one stone, as they say. Hmm, there should be a much more animal-friendly version of that saying, like like petting two cats with one hand, or I don't know. Anyways, if you want to help support Sophie's work, you should definitely check out our U.S. Animal Adoptions Program. If you adopt a harbor seal, you'll get to have a fuzzy new harbor seal pup plushie and know that you're supporting vital conservation efforts. It's a total win-win. <sighs> Mystery solved. I think I'll spend the remainder of my train ride enjoying the scenery. Maybe I can even squeeze in a quick power nap, because I already know I'm going to need a lot of energy to experience everything my next national park destination has to offer. Spoiler alert, it's going to be epic. (sighs) Well, until then, thanks for listening, and keep on ranging. Earth Rangers. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.
1: Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com?